around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. This financial update is sponsored by Indeed. The private sector is now feeling the harsh impact of the pandemic as ADP reports a drop in private payrolls for the first time since April. Companies dropped 123,000 jobs in December, while economists had predicted an increase of at least 60,000. The negative turn comes after seven consecutive months of growth. Viennetta frozen ice cream cakes will return to stores this year. The decadent dessert is made up of a frozen vanilla base intertwined among chocolate layers molded into cake form. It's one of 25 new treats announced by parent company Unilever. The United bills itself as portion for an entire family, but sharing is always optional. Are you hiring? You need Indeed. Indeed immediately delivers quality candidates from our resume database when you upgrade your job post. It's that simple. Receive a $75 sponsored job credit on your first post at indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. There's a rash of pandemic dog thefts in the UK. When 80-year-old Alan Chamberlain's two-year-old spaniel Penny was stolen just before Christmas, he says he cried so hard. I to muffle the sounds so I wouldn't disturb the neighbors. His partner of 55 years died last spring. Penny had been her pet. She'd be family, you know, that's all I've got left. Alan's is all too common a story here in Britain. Dog thefts are up 250% since the pandemic began. People lonely enough or bored enough or indifferent enough to want to buy a new pet with no questions asked. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. It was a win more than 25 years in the making. When 80... Breaks tackles and Chubb is going to go all the way to the end zone for a Browns touchdown. Call on NBC as Cleveland beat Pittsburgh 48-37 for its first postseason victory since the 1994 season. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Here is some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance or if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. And it's worked beautifully for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. And over the years, members have shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So they can help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. You're not stuck with a high-cost health plan. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They are super easy to talk to. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. Steak and Shake thanks our community for patronizing our restaurant and supporting local business. You can visit Steak and Shake's drive-thru or order online for delivery and carry-out at SteakandShake.com. We'll even bring it out to you with our curbside service. Enjoy delicious breakfast, burgers, shakes, fries, and more. Open 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. Call 740-592-2005 or visit us online at SteakandShake.com. Be sure to sign up for our rewards club for even more deals. Steak and Shake, 941 East State Street in Athens. When there's something strange lurking under your bed, who are you going to call? Dustbusters! 
Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband and wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across Southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm John. And we're Athens Dustbusters, and we will bust your dust. Did you know that televisions built today have a mean time to failure of just one to three years? That means your brand new TV could break in just one year as manufacturers look to sell, not to maintain. Because that's how they make their money. A TV supply company, we are here to help. If you other electronics back to life with a knowledgeable and friendly staff eager to help get your equipment back to like new quality. Don't get rid Supply Company at 740-593-3493 or visit the new shop location at 12870 State Route 13 in Millfield. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. Rutland Bottle Gas here. If it's propane, we do it. Residential service, commercial cylinder exchange, residential 100-pound cylinder exchange, auto gas, commercial bulk service, agriculture applications, and many more propane-related services that are too many to mention. We service northern West Virginia and many counties in central and southern Ohio. Give us a call at our Rutland location at 740-742-2511 or our Plains location at 740-797-4675 or you can visit us at rutlandbottlegas.com. Our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Sunshine. Burning off the haze. Making me squint here in our studio as it booms through our window. I'll take it with pleasure. 26 degrees outside, though. Still chilly. No. Cold. And they are predicting, at least, that it's not going to get terribly warmer. 38 are high today. Most of the week in the mid-40s, so uh, we'll, you know, it is wintertime after all. Good morning, folks. Welcome. Scott's here as well. Let's see. Here we get, uh, there's your mic. Good morning. Good morning. Um, yes, when you said, look at all that sunshine out there this morning, I was thinking, folks, he ain't kidding this morning. It is sunshine. Because last week when it was really cloudy, oh, dark, yeah, and gloomy, yeah, yeah. 
it was uh, sarcastically started out with, look at all that bright sunshine. No, I I was sincere today. Yes. As we get my papers in order here. It's going to be sunny again, tomorrow, even more sunny tomorrow and uh, Wednesday. Cool. According to the weather forecast. Or maybe warm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Today is Monday, as we said. It's January 11th. We I had not said that yet. 354 days now remain in this year. If we look for a highlight in history, we go back only one year. When health authorities in the central Chinese city of Wuhan, oh, I know where they're going, reported the first death from what had been identified as a new type of coronavirus. The patient was a 61-year-old man who'd been frequent customer at a food market linked to the majority of cases there. Now, let me just, because I brought in several different things, let me find one sheet of paper here. I just want to check one little tidbit. Where's my report on the... uh, well, now, what am I doing with this? I don't want to. I don't want to take your time, folks. But mercy. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Da da da. Okay. So they <laughs> said. That the first case the first case I guess the date of a first death was January 11 2020 because I have the first case as being November 19th 2019 okay yeah and that could be mm-hmm that could yep be. Okay, I was just concerned about that date. All right, uh, golly, we already have a caller uh, on board. Let's uh, do that for a moment. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. As much as I hate to call and say this, you were off the air again today for at least 45 minutes. Um, From 5.15 until 6 a.m. No, uh, so that's, see, that'd be uh, first light, is it? Yeah, that's your that's your first light show, okay. and of course I don't even turn it on till after I get ready to take my wife to dialysis. So you may have been off longer than that, but we just noticed you were off at five fifteen, and you were still off at six a.m. when the somebody actually finally showed up. Well, Scott, what do you know about? No, it it was on at six a.m. Okay. We we came on. There were a couple of uh, silent spots there. I had to readjust a few things. Uh, programming was. Not what it normally was, so I tweaked a couple things, but it was on at six. But uh, yeah, first light was off, and Jeff is aware of that. Our engineer, uh, he was going to check on that, but I think he was up most of the night with uh, with some other things going on here at the station. But uh, Jeff is aware of that. Okay. But yes, we were we were on at six. CBS News played, and then we went into programming. Fair enough. Yeah. Yep. I, Dave, I just, I just want to say, I mean, come on, guys, you're, you're better than this. You really are. 
And if I were an advertiser, I would not be happy at all to, you know, to turn on the radio in the morning and find out that you're not even on the air. Well, so, there aren't too know, many advertisers interested in the 5 o'clock hour, I'll tell you that. Well, you're anyway, regardless, I mean, yeah. that would not... But what, what, what we are doing is there's a, the, the federal government has redone all of the satellites. And um, so they have taken away parts of frequencies from some satellites and given them to others because there's just not enough uh, space. Um, and... and so it's required us to redo all our satellite stuff. And by the way, they're supposed to give us $12,000 for uh, stealing some of our space. But I haven't seen that show up. Anyway, <clears throat> um, and that, it has also created tremendous headaches here. So we're trying to get it figured out. I'm sorry. All right. I'll keep alerting you. Have okay. a great day, guys. Thank you. Thank you. bye, -bye. 970 WATH. Um, well, that's the way to start a week, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we were 6 o'clock, CBS News played, and we went right into programming. So, yes, First Light did not make it. But I have uh, made Jeff aware of that. We had another problem over the weekend, which is being tackled as we speak. Yep. Um, and um, Frontier is here. Frontier um, Communications. Yes. And uh, Nathan is uh, our guy. He's good. Um, another phoner. A phone call, that is. Good morning. Good morning. Oops, I didn't push this button over here hard enough, did I? Good morning. Good morning. Hi. I want to help get your week started very great, too. I want to follow up on the previous caller. You know, I have caller screening here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just wanted to say. Okay. You got a button, too, to push. At, at 5 <laughs> o'clock, I heard the news. At 5.06, dead air. So to the... Guy that didn't listen yeah, yeah. to five fifteen, it wasn't on even at five oh six or whatever. So no, it wasn't on at all this morning. But uh, I also want to point out, you can turn on the WUB FM, and they have morning edition starting at five o'clock in the morning and give you all the news and updates and everything. It's a great station, ninety one point three FM on WUB. That's my go to whenever I find you have no broadcasting going on. But I also wanted to say, during your morning, uh, Sunday morning show, there was no news again. Uh, Barry Boland was not able to get news between that and noon o'clock. That doesn't make any sense. It uh, must uh, be something we have to, he's forgotten or we'll show him again. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, um, hey, your wife's home in a week. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, good, uh, well, good luck in making it through this last week. Okay. Okay, bye. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, Pat, uh, Patricia, whatever, um, arrives um, week, um, 
a week from this evening. So, um, you know, is is I. What am I trying to say? It's uh, difficult. Um, you know, running a home and families and animals and all of that stuff um, alone. But um, anyway, it's it's all getting fixed now. So, and her health has um, improved a bit. So that's good. That, that is good news. All right. Brighter so, days ahead. Well, we hope so. Um, okay. Remind me to not to take calls first thing on Monday morning. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Just put that thing on delete, whatever it takes. Okay. I'm we'll kidding, of course. Keep Take the phone off the hook and yeah. cut the wire. The, um, <laughs> today is National Clean Off Your Desk Day. I have two desks, and they both need that badly. And I've been almost, I almost got there before this event, but this will uh, help me along today. It's National Milk Day, National Human Trafficking Awareness Day, National Step in a Puddle and Splash Your Friends Day, I like that one. <laughs> It'd be a cold puddle this morning, though, if you did that. In National <laughs> Arkansas Day. So, plenty to choose from there, but uh, clean off your desk and splash a friend. I guess those are the two I got out of it. <laughs> um, you see, in terms of historical events, I did bring in some really interesting stuff today. At least I thought it was, and I hope you will too. But I'm going to keep you in suspense about that for a little bit. Historically, let's see. Um, bum, 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 bum. 1838. The year. The first public demonstration of telegraph messages sent using dots and dashes at Speedwell... Ironworks, which was in Morristown, New Jersey, by Samuel Morris and Alfred Vail. Somewhere earlier in my head, I had Morris code going back a little further than that, but not too much further. But 1838, so now I have it accurate. 1922, insulin was first used on humans to treat diabetes. Um, and the first person to get it was a Canadian, Leonard Thompson, who was 14 years of age. Let's see, 1964, first government report by the U.S. Surgeon General at the time, who was Luther Terry, warning that smoking Maybe hazardous. What but year was that? 64. 64. Mm -hmm. Let's see, here's some historical photos of 
different people. Um, okay, so we have Alexander Hamilton. Well, we knew who he was, right? Yep. He lived from 1755, was born on this date in 1755, died in 1804. Um, so it didn't really live all that long in life. John A. McDonald, born on this date in 1815, died in 1891. Now, Mr. McDonald, and that's M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Um, he well, was the first prime minister of Canada. Okay. Dominant figure of the Canadian Confederation. Born in Scotland. His family immigrated to Kingston in the Providence of Upper Canada. He, he looks Scottish to me. Scottish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know Alexander Hamilton? Wasn't he the one dude that was in a uh, gunfight with Aaron Burr? Mm-hmm. Didn't they have a duel? Did he? Hence his... Um Hence his early demise, probably. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Now too. that I think about it. Yeah. I remember you said that about he didn't live too too many years. Mm-hmm. Well, they just dueled it out right in the main street of wherever it was. Okay, the next person we have is an Alice Paul, P-A-U-L. Born on this date in 1885, died in 1977. And her picture is kind of sad. She was an American Quaker suffragist, feminist, and women's rights activist, and one of the main leaders and strategists of the campaign for the 19th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, yep. which prohibits sex discrimination in the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, about one sentence into it, I knew who she was. Okay, here's someone that's still alive, 50th birthday today, Mary J. Blige. Oh, she is a singer. And attractive. Yeah, I knew that. Famous deaths, Anita Ekberg, I would guess an actress, E-K-B-E-R-G. And uh, let's see, she lived from 31, 1931 to 2015, died on this date six years ago. Anita Marianne Ekberg was a Swedish actress, active in American and European films. She is best known for her role as Sylvia in the Federico Fellini film La Dolce Vita. Okay, I've seen that. Edmund Hillary. Sir Edmund. Sir Edmund Hillary. As I recall. Yes. Born on this date. No, 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 no. Uh, born in 1919, but died on this date in 20. 20- 2008. Yes, indeed. He was an explorer, mountaineer, philanthropist. Uh, they became the, f- uh, he and another fellow became the first climbers to have reached the summit of Mount Everest. All right. And let me put these papers over here. Let's do a little bit on COVID. Excuse me. Was that burp evident? <laughs> well, it depends on how you value the, okay. the sound of those okay. or what, what type of 
segment you put on those designation. <laughs> I don't know what I you're don't talking either. about. Okay, here we oh, go. On decibel levels. <laughs> oh, well, it was it was low. Okay, but yeah. anyway, I think you're good to go. Okay. <laughs> here in Athens, as of yesterday, we have had now a total of three thousand three hundred and ninety nine cases. Remember, it started here, the first case it was detected here on March 12th of 2020. So we're 10 months into it, I guess we could say. Um, that number of 3399 yesterday uh, it was 22 from the day before. The day before, we had 37 new, and so on. It jumps, it moves all around, but never very far. Uh, which is a good thing about our county. We seem to be doing pretty well, you know. Give you another example that, of that here in a moment. Right now, we have 521 active cases. We have 137 people being hospitalized. And I can't tell you how many of those are ICU and that sort of thing. It doesn't really... Anyway, 137 in the hospital. Which means five... I'm sorry, 384 of the active cases are not in the hospital. Good news, we have 2,869 that have recovered. Now, this information was Saturday. I don't have it for yesterday. But as of Saturday, 1,095 vaccinations have been administered to people in Athens County. I will take a moment to stop and just add my thoughts on that. I know we can do better. I know the product is available. Um, I keep hearing that there is some um, Resistance, I'll put it like that. There are some people that are a little scared of getting it, the vaccine. I've even heard the figure thrown about 40% of people are not sure they want to get the vaccine. I thought it was even a little higher than that, too, but anywhere around there, you know, the apprehension to get it. Folks, they just announced this morning that this new, even more infectious strain that started, I guess, in the in uh, U the UK, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that the um, that the Pfizer, which is presently the most available vaccine, um. Although they, they, they basically say the, the vaccines will 
do a lot to prevent that as well. And our, I haven't heard him say it's just as effective on it, but it's pretty darn close. Anyway, I, I think they need to, um, and, and this isn't something some local person can just say, we're going to go crazy and get our county done. Um, this this requires, you know, state and federal entities to all be working together. It, and with that, as you mentioned, the new strain in the U.K., apparently word has come out that Japan... Uh, Japan has apparently found a new COVID variant as well, similar to the one in the UK. Okay. Now, we have... um, I've I've heard secondhand, I think. uh, The the College of Medicine is building a new building there on um, West Union. Yeah. And I've heard that that is... uh, complete enough that they will soon be offering vaccination vaccinations there. In mass? Kind of like, yeah. I was was just bouncing this around. Why, Why can't we make the Convocation Center available to do that in in Athens County? Columbus is, um, Franklin County is utilizing the Schottenstein Center mm-hmm. now to do that for a large mass vaccination area. Man, it can be done anywhere. But yeah. the point is, it. let's just get something going. Yep. And um, it's great for OU to offer their facilities, but mercy, we could do it at, um, well, I'm trying to... I think uh, my friends out at Fisher Road, their barn would work well. Yeah, any, you know, anywhere. Um, <laughs> Even you know, drive through. Yeah, so to speak. Like, um, like they're steak, doing... steak and shake, and yeah. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> get, never mind. I'm I'm getting weird here. Get your vaccine. Get a burger and some fries, yeah. and you're good to go. Okay, so. Um, I would like to see this vaccine thing uh, really intensified because um, so many people's lives have been so severely affected just in terms of depression and, you know, I don't, well, you get it. Okay. Well, yeah, you can quarantine, you know, you got to, got to try to do your best to social distance, stay in, not be around things like that it's abnormal it's an abnormal lifestyle from what we are used to before all of this craziness started so uh let me go back i haven't gotten past athens figures yet okay so um once again we had 33.99 cases as of yesterday now that is you know, the the best thing for us to compare ourselves to is not Massachusetts. It would be the rest of the state, Ohio, right? If we were like the rest of the state, we should have 4,705 cases. That's 1,306 more than we have. 
So, folks, whatever you're doing out there, keep it up. Because you're not up to the uh, same degree of problem that Ohio has. Okay? Just statewide, yeah. Well, there's so many counties that are still in the red, just a very few that are not. Okay, now let's do Ohio. Okay, Ohio now has seven 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 zero six five. Seven hundred and seventy seven thousand sixty five cases. Of those a hundred and forty two thousand nine eighty are active. So the good news is 634,085 are cured or recovered. Statewide, um, there have been, uh, and this figure is always a little bit out of date, because even this morning there's vaccinations taking place. But as of Saturday, the figure I was given, 275,617 vaccinations for the state, of which our 1,095 were included. Okay, I got kind of out of order here. Let's see here. Okay, so statewide, we've got 142,980 active cases. 6,160 people are in ICU. 34,998 are not, but they're still in the hospital. And we have 92,195 recovering at their homes. I can't remember if I said this already or not. But of the 777-065 cases to date, statewide, 634,085 have recovered. Even so, that's worth repeating. Of course, there has been 9,677 deaths in the state of Ohio. By the way, the median age is still 43 and of the cases, 46% are female, 53% are male. No, no, the other way around. 46% are male, 53% are female. Okay. United States. I'll try to make this move a little quicker here. Because I've got something else kind of interesting to, at least I think it is. Um... Okay. First, first case in um, Ohio was March 1st of 20. First case in the United States was February 5th of 20. Um, as of yesterday, we have had 22 million. 
917,334 cases. As of yesterday, but this I know is a couple days out of date, 6,690,000 people have been vaccinated. We've had, in the U.S., 383,275 deaths. We've had 13,483,490 that have fully recovered. And lastly, the world. Okay. Worldwide, since it all began, and there they're using the date of um, January 9th. Wait a minute. No. I'm sorry. November 19th of 19. Worldwide. 90 million. 689,735 cases as of yesterday, of which 64,811,380 have recovered. The deaths, 1,943,099. So 2% of those that got it died nation i'm sorry worldwide okay yes and if i can add this uh from web md regarding the new strains that are being discovered uh the strains the new strains are about 50 percent more contagious than the virus that has been most widely circulating in the United States, though it does not seem to be more fatal mm-hmm. for anybody who catches it, they go on to say the danger of these new COVID variants is not that it's more severe, but that it's more contagious. Mm-hmm. Right. So, another reason for vigilance of social distancing. Masking, washing hands, avoiding gatherings, etc. Everything you've heard about. I'm going to change the topic for a moment. Um, Thursday, a friend is coming, going, not coming in, but going to be available via phone to talk about her career as a driver's ed instructor. Ah, you know. <laughs> that ought to be some interesting I, stories. I, I think so. <laughs> I tell you, if if um, she happens to be a neighbor, and if a couple of the neighbors go somewhere, and I'm driving, I'm. I swear, even though she's sitting behind me in the back seat. I can feel when the hairs on her arm goes up. 
you know, where where I'm doing something that she would she would have taught her students not to do is a little concerning to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is I thought it'd be fun. Yeah, that that might be pretty interesting. So well, I, I've got a little story that I remember taking driver's ed. Uh, you know how you take it with other students in the class. You get out in the car and you do the actual driving. Well, I was in the back seat of another student training, and uh, we were coming up uh, Plains Road from Slater's Builder Supply down there in the Lower Plains area. Yeah. And the person that was driving panicked. Oh. And the foot on the gas pedal went down further and further. And I have no idea how the telephone poles on the right side of that road are still standing today or they were still standing after we passed by because we were I know we were inches away from those poles and going at a pretty good speed well too. and it's a little curvy down in there too yeah coming we were heading up towards the plains oh so you'd pass later yeah we passed the curve well then it's a little straighter yeah going up okay. uh to to up on the onto the plains yeah. <laughs> and I thought there's no way we're going to get by here without some splinters but we did. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see here. We got another caller, and I've got um, a report here. I got to thinking about all this presidential stuff, but uh, first, let's do um, the caller. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Hope you both are well. Thank you. You too. And I wanted to say, in regard to the COVID nineteen, uh, on another channel. I, I don't want to irritate you now, but on another channel. Uh, over the weekend, I did hear that, because um, you were talking about uh, when you get it and all of this, um, there is a reduction of the ability of the um, COVID-19 virus to replicate when you get it and when a physician or some other caregiver person um, gives you this drug. And I forget, it starts with Iverson or something of that nature. But anyway, it is a drug not for any of this. Someone must be doing some kind of research to try anything. So once you get it, it lessens the ability of this uh, virus to replicate itself within that body. But it's a drug that was used for a treatment of lice, head lice, and scabies. I I don't know scabies. What's that? Scabies is a uh, contagious itching of your skin from um, uh, mange. Okay. Or, or that kind of a thing. Uh, with that's mange is a, you know, it's caused by these little mites that are in your under your skin. Okay. They're living there. They're the parasites on the skin. Hmm. So um, I thought, isn't that interesting? Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> because you know, if you get it, you know, you're fearful of so many things uh, because of all the side effects, and and you can be very young and still die from it. You can be 101 or 103. We've had people, maybe even in their own area, where they have died from it and a region anyway, um, that were that old, but they didn't survive that. Right, but, uh, right. But geez, you know, 103 or 107, I can't even imagine living that long, mm. but still. And um, I want to send good wishes to your wife to stay well so she can come home and um, help you out. Yeah, well, we're going to have to <laughs> well, do a certain... Tell, yeah, every time you tell us, we females out in the listening audience... They're like, we want to come and help you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that is. That must be the mother in us. 
Well, that's, that's nice to hear. Like, do you need a free dog walker? or? <laughs> well, we, we do have a dog walker. A free dog walker. But he's, um, he's graduating and leaving here pretty soon. So yeah. Yeah. we're looking for another. But anyway. Well, um, I know someone who would do it for nothing because they love dogs. <laughs> well, yeah, let me know. Okay. But anyway, the, um, um, oh, I had a thought. I lost it. Oh, well. That's okay. I will let you go, and thank, thank you both for taking care of the uh, public out there in, in Athens, uh, informing us. Thanks so much. Hey, we try. Thank you. Yes, okay, thank try. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Is that, I wonder if that medicine was ivermectin. <coughs> Is Excuse it me, I didn't mean to cough. I-V-E-R-M-E-C-T-I-N, uh, prescribed for scabies that she was mentioning there. Sounds too, like so. it. Yeah. Mm, good coffee. Good smell, too. <laughs> I love the smell of coffee. I don't you care know, what time a, of day it is. It's amazing how many people I have met who love the smell of coffee <laughs> but don't particularly care for the taste of it. Yep, that's me. I'm one of them. I. They say, get a coffee-scented candle. It's, it smells good. I think it smells good, too. But they don't like the taste, and I love it. I don't drink excessive amounts of it, but anyway, let's, let's get back to business here. About that. Okay. Yeah. And bacon. This, re- <laughs> this report will wait till another day. Okay. But over the weekend, I got to thinking about all this presidential stuff. Oh, boy. So tired so, of that. What? I, the people are just so tired of that, all the stuff going on. But anyway, go ahead. So I started doing a little research. And I have researched every president we've had now. This is pretty good stuff. And this was very time consuming, I might add. So today I brought in, in my lifetime, I'm 71. So I was born during the time, in fact, about halfway through Harry S. Truman's presidency. Harry Truman was president from 1945 to 1953. Okay, so let's, let's just do a little bit of this and see if you find this as interesting as I have. All right. Okay, well, he's the first president from the state of Missouri. First president to be assigned a Secret Service code name. First president to to use nuclear weapons in war. First president to visit Germany while in office. First president to have served in World War One. First president to have a nationally televised inauguration. First president to leave office on January twentieth, nineteen 
after the passage of the 20th Amendment. And the first president in person to be issued a Medicare card. Now that's my little list on Harry Truman. Some interesting trivia. Dwight Eisenhower was next. He was president in 1953 to 1964. First president to be born in Texas. First president to serve in World War II. First president to have served in world in both world wars. I've forgotten that. First president to begin his presidency on January twentieth, per the twentieth uh, amendment. First president to travel by jet, helicopter, and for that matter, aircraft. Like. Uh, Truman used airplanes with prop engines. Mm -hmm. First president to get a pilot's license. Well, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that one. Yeah. First president to give a televised news conference, and that first one occurred in 1955. First president to appear on color television. First president to have received an honorary knighthood from a foreign nation. In fact, he received 22 such uh, awards, I guess you could say, or mm -hmm. honors, honors. That'd be a better word. We'll go with that. First president to receive the Army Distinguished Service Medal, the Navy Distinguished Service Medal, and the Legion of Merit. Can I interrupt this for a moment? Sure. For Art Turf? No, for me. Oh, okay. I received the Joint Service Medal. Ah. And I'm guessing that didn't exist back then. Congratulations. But it was from all the branches. Pretty cool. There is another man in town who has received that. And he used to be our superintendent of schools, Carl Martin. And there may be others, I just don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay, back to this. Uh, again, we're talking about Dwight Eisenhower. First president to receive the Philippine Distinguished Service Star, the French, um, can't even pronounce this word, Medal. Militaire, the French Croix de Guerre, the Belgian Croix de Guerre, and the Luxembourgish Military uh, Medal. Not bad. First president and first American <clears throat> to be appointed to the British Order of Merit. First president to be made a Grand Cordon 
of the Japanese Order of the Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum, yeah, I said that right. Mm-hmm, yep. You got that one first try. First president in America to receive the Soviet Order of Victory for serving as the Supreme Commander of the Allied Expeditionary Force. Got about four more for him. First president to receive an Emmy Award. That's interesting. First president to to visit a mosque. First president to serve as president of Columbia University. And the first president to sign a national park in a United States territory. And we're talking about the Virgin Islands National Park. Uh, folks, we'll have to forego our turf today. I'm sorry. Oh, I just heard a collective ah oh, out or, there. Or applause, maybe. Could be. Maybe it was a little bit of a mixture. <laughs> <laughs> John F. Kennedy. And then that's probably going to take us to the top of the hour. He was the first president who was Catholic. First president born in the 20th century. First president, along with the future president, Richard Nixon, to participate in the first televised presidential debates. The first president to have been a Boy Scout. First president to be awarded a Pulitzer Prize. Ooh, wonder what that one was for. For JFK? Yeah. See what you can find. All right. First president to have previously served in the United States Army. I, I, I Did I say Army? I meant Navy. I'm sorry. Let's try it again. First president to have served, previously served in the United States Navy. First parent. Oh, gosh, Dave, read better. First president to be survived by both his parents. First president to be survived by a grandparent, even. First president to use the Situation Room. First president to visit Austria, Costa Rica, Venezuela, and Ireland while in office. First president to receive the Navy and Marine Corps Medal, awarded for his heroism as Commanding Officer of a uh, motor torpedo boat, the PT-109, when the ship was rammed and sunk by a Japanese destroyer, Amajiri, anyway, in 1943. First president to receive the Purple Heart, awarded in 1943 after he was wounded in action aboard that PT-109. First president to win a case of dueling electors without counsel. I knew this too, but I had forgotten about it. Profiles and Courage was the Pulitzer Prize. Was for the Pulitzer Prize. First president, let's see here. 
No, that that's that's the end of Kennedy. Okay. You know, it goes on to say here this was that was largely ghost written by Ted Sorensen, but Kennedy is widely listed as the sole author and won the Pulitzer Prize for the work. So the Pulitzer Prize, yeah, yeah, Pulitzer, Pulitzer. I've heard both ways, but I was just thinking when I read that, so plagiarism existed then too, <laughs> huh? I don't know if that's plagiarism or not, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sports-wise, the Browns. How about that? Gee whiz. Huge underdogs. And big surprise. Yes. Ohio State plays for the national championship tonight. It's a 6.30, um, or no, is it? Pre-game, yeah. Pre-game, 6.30 here on 97. 97.1 kickoff right around 8.20 on ESPN. All right. Go Buckeyes. They're underdogs, too. wonder if they can do it like the Browns did. That was incredible. The Browns jumped out to 35. They hadn't practiced for a week. Yeah. They're sick. They got COVID. Coach couldn't be there because of COVID. Amazing. Indeed it is. Folks, have a, a great day, please. It's time. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Democratic leaders in Congress gather in an hour from now to go ahead with plans to try to remove President Trump from office in response to last week's deadly riots at the Capitol. House Intelligence Chair Adam Schiff tells CBS this morning... There is certainly a danger that the president will continue to incite his followers. Correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The 25th Amendment, which has never been used in this way, lays out a process to immediately strip the president of his powers, a process Mr. Trump could challenge. While there have been discussions, there's no indication the vice president or a majority of the cabinet are yet on board. The House Speaker says if Mike Pence and the department heads don't invoke their authority by midweek, the House will move to impeach Mr. Trump and force a trial in the Senate that could ultimately disqualify him from taking office in the future. CBS News has learned investigators are looking into rioters' motives and whether they plan to hurt lawmakers, even take some as hostages. CBS's Catherine Herridge. Law enforcement says they are exploring the intent of those involved, including why some came armed. New arrests include Larry Brock of Texas and Eric Munchell of Tennessee, both 